What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm glad to have you guys back. This episode is about to be lit. What I'm about to speak upon is going to be interesting for a lot of you guys out there who actually watch hoop. We got teams in the East that are pretty close to each other as far as seeding. We got teams in the West jockeying to get to the 3, 4, 5 seed because we know the top two is heavy and they're separated. We got breaking news in the NBA. We got players that are in trade discussions. Teams are trying to get who and who. I'll break that stuff down to you. So for the next 20, 30 minutes, kick it with us. And then I got a lot of stuff to tell you. So stay tuned. Until then, hit the intro. All my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want to slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want to slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie Podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. Man, the NBA has been great. I know a lot of, there's a lot of injuries out there. There's some players that are not even in the league right now, and you got players that are trying to get traded, and you got certain teams that are like, what's really going on? They're dysfunctional. Then you have the top two who's actually leading the whole entire league as far as the Dub Nation Warriors, and then you got the Phoenix Suns in the Valley. But overall, the NBA is pretty solid this year compared to other years. There's no certain gaps in between certain teams. Like I said, the Warriors and them, are they're solidified. They're already, they're already ahead of everybody, right? But you have a lot of other teams that is in the mix to make the playoffs. You got teams that are in the 9 10 spot on both sides of the conference that can jump in, right? So NBA solid this year. This month's going to be crazy. We got Christmas games to talk about, right? Or actually, that's going to be the next episode. But it's going to be lit. This month is going to make or break for a lot of teams. Right, decisions are gonna be made, so we're gonna go ahead and talk about that. I, mean, I hope you're having a good time. I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving weekend. I hope you enjoyed December. I know a lot of kids who be watching this were in college, are about to get their winter break. So I hope y'all be safe out there. COVID ain't no joke. You heard about the whole new variant, so I hope y'all stay safe out there. You know, it's it's been pretty interesting this year as far as basketball. So I'm gonna go ahead and break that stuff down to you. It's interesting. I can't I can't I can't fathom how I'm excited about it. But enough of all of that. You can catch me on all the socials out there. You can catch me on Twitter. You can catch me on Instagram. You can catch me on TikTok. You know, on YouTube, Facebook, at Ball Don't Lie. Don't be shy now. Don't be shy. Come hit me up on the gram. If you got any comments about any episodes I drop or anything about the NBA, hit me up. And if you want to catch this on YouTube. Or on IGTV, like I said, it's at Ball Don't Lie. B-A-L-L-D-N-T-L-I-E. All the links will be in the bottom. We're on, we're on every single streaming platform out there, so you can catch us on the audio route as well. But most of you already know that right now. If you are new to the channel, like I said, don't be shy. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that like button in the bottom. Thumbs up if you can. Man, any sub would be great, right? Because this show is about to be lit this year. A lot of things about to change this season. And it's in the works right now, so stay tuned. And for the ones that have been watching, can't thank you enough. So all that being said, let's just go ahead and dive into the whole situation. Hit it. News and notes from around association. So first we're going to talk about the Ben Simmons situation because that's been off and on. It's been hot and cold, right? But at this point, I think the Sixers already know, like, there's no coming back from this. Like, in the beginning of the year... You know, I was still saying it from the rip. There's no way Ben Simmons will come back and play for the Sixers. 
all the stuff that he's been doing up to this point, right, is to cover his butt as far as trying to get paid because he's losing by almost 400000 every game check, right? So if he doesn't participate in any fashion, right, if he doesn't come to the games, if he doesn't practice, if he doesn't come to the training, all the yada, 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 right, then they can go ahead and dock him for those games. So Ben Simmons is playing that role, shows up. Then when they got serious about it, he's like, I got mental issues, right? Like, that's what he's been telling people. Then they say, okay, let's get the in-house doctors. He's like, no, nah, I don't want none of that. I'm going to get my own doctor, third party, outside of Philly. Then they say, okay, you know what? We're going to go ahead and dock you uh, game checks. So the Ben Simmons trade momentum as of right now, December, what is it, December 11th, it's heating up right now. It's heating up. The reason why is because December 15th is when you're allowed to trade players. Keep this in mind. You can trade players who just signed their contract in the offseason. Doesn't matter if it's an extension or if you're free agent signing. So I'm going to give you an example, right? Lonzo Ball or DeRozan, right, who went to the Chicago Bulls. Let's say it didn't work out for them, hypothetically. By December 15th of any year, if any year the players sign a contract, either a new one or they get an extension, then teams can trade them by December 15th and after. So that's about 60% of the league, I'm assuming. 60% of the league or so or higher are either signing re-ups, extensions, or they're getting a contract. So that means... By December 15th, which is in a couple of days, you're allowed to trade certain players. And why I'm bringing that up is because before the Sixers were pretty much st- uh, stuck in a situation. If they want to trade for DeRozan, this is just hypothetical. This is an example. If they want to trade for DeRozan or let's say Kyle Lowry or somebody else, yada, 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 right? They couldn't do it until December 15th. And this is three months ago, right? So they were stuck in a limbo. They were only allowed to trade for certain players. So now the windows has opened. Now they can extend, you know, their looks you know, throughout the whole entire NBA now, the whole spectrum of the NBA. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to trade for someone. That player would have to be a top 25 player. They know they can't get a one-for-one. One. They cannot get a top five player. That makes no sense. Ben Simmons is not even top 10, right? And if you want to argue about the top, you know, 10 to 20, that's up to you guys. We all think about Ben Simmons, where he should be ranked at. I believe it's past 30. That's my opinion. Some might argue that, but that's not the point. So, they're trying to get back a top 25 player, which is not even equal to Ben Simmons. Yeah, you trade him for potential and longevity, and he's young. I get that, right? But no one's been fooled up to this point. If that was the case, they would have been calling Philly and trying to get him a while ago. So the momentum's being picked up. This is the crazy story. So they've been talking with the Blazers for how long? For how long? Damon uh, Leonard has been talked about getting traded since – uh, the, the NBA, uh, when they're when they're in Japan for the Olympics, right? Was it the Olympics? I believe it was. Yeah, it was, right? It was for FIBA for Olympics. I forgot what it was. But Team USA, when he was with Team USA, it's been talked about. He shut that down real quick. Told him, hey, I'm not there for it. Straight up. I'm not there for it, right? So it was the Olympics. But going back now, Dame's been talked about this whole entire season about getting traded. He's been saying, hey, I'm loyal to Portland. I ain't leaving this city, a.k.a. Weird City. That's what it's been called, Rip City, the Rose, whatever you want to call it. He ain't leaving the state of Oregon, right? So the GM who's been in headlines, right, Neil O'Shea, 
has been fired, has been dismissed by the team. So they hired Joe Cronin to be the interim GM. So the whole new regime that came in was like, hey, we're going to definitely change this team. Because Neil O'Shea wasn't that kind of guy. He was trying to basically keep the same continuity with players and the same personnel. Every year they kept losing. Nothing really changes. No major pieces are coming in. Like, okay, I get it. You got, you know, Nora's, uh, not Nora's, you got uh, a Nolan Powell from Toronto Raptors. I I understand that. But he's not a big piece. He's not going to change your team. He's not a game changer, right? He's just a piece of the puzzle. He's more of like a rotational role player kind of guy. He did not start in Toronto. You understand that, right? A guy came off the bench for most of his years. So getting this whole new regime in Portland, they're trying to make a splash in the trade market. Sometime now until trade deadline in February. So we're going to see what's going to happen. I know for sure Ben Simmons, based off of reports coming out, Ben Simmons is definitely on top of their their their, their, their target, who, who they're looking for. Obviously, Dame's been they, – they told Philly from the rip, hey, even though it's a new regime, Dame's not in the picture. So that's that's out, right? So we're going to have to figure – they're going to have to figure out how they can get Ben Simmons here. Ben did come out publicly and said he would love to play with Ben, uh, ben Simmons. That's duly noted. Then you have Luka Doncic saying the same thing. So you have other players now picking up like, hey, yeah, we need you. Dallas Mavericks, right? They're in a, they started pretty. They started slow in the season. So obviously you would love to have Ben Simmons on your team because Luka can't play defense, right? You can add another piece like that. So there's teams out there that would love to have Ben Service to play with them. And poorly, imagine you get Ben Simmons on that team with Dame. It's not a, it's not a big difference as far as increasing your value to be a contender, but it does make you interesting for an upset. So you might upset somebody. Who knows? So we'll see what happens. Stay tuned for that. That's still ongoing. And like I said, Dame's not including the package. Going on, Isaiah Thomas, IT, right? Who used to play for the Celtics, played for the Phoenix Suns, Pelicans, Lakers, Kings, right? IT. He's getting another shot at the NBA, but this time he's actually going to go to the NBA G League showcase that's going to be happening between December 17th to December 22nd. So, Hopefully he does get into the G League and maybe another shot to the NBA, but he's obviously being blackballed. I don't know why no team wants to sign Isaiah Thomas. The dude can score. I know he had a hip issue that took a couple of years for him to recover, but IT is fully back to what he was prior to that. And if you don't, don't believe me, look at his highlights recently. But going forward, and then I think that's going to happen in Vegas, I believe. So going forward, uh, breaking news in the NBA, Zion Williamson, I'm not sure what's going on in New Orleans. To me, this is a head-scratcher. Man, It's it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, and I blame this on both sides. You're supposed to hire a nutritionist for your players, right? You have to do that, especially your franchise player. Hire somebody. Put them in the weight room, right? Zion Williamson should not be excessive weight. We know what he is. People want to argue that online or not. 300 pounds, 280, whatever it may be. The dude is too big for his size. Dude is not a seven-footer. Guy can't bang the butt in the paint like that physically. Or it'll just deteriorate your body. It's, 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 it's impossible for a physique like that. They all break down. Like Shaq was just gifted. He was a seven-footer, but he was 300. You have Zion Williams who's four or five inches shorter than Shaq, and he weighs the same as Shaq or Charles Barkley. So I don't know what's going on. I personally should believe they should shut him down for the whole entire year because it doesn't make any sense. The Pelicans ain't going nowhere this year, with Zion or not. Especially Zion would have to get back into game shape. Zion would have to lose and shed some weight, right? That's not going to happen and make your team better. 
Zion, to me, is just throwing away his career. How you miss more games than you actually played? And you only been in the league for, what, three years or so? You missed 85, 86, 87 games? You only played 85 of those games? This is totally an embarrassment. I don't know if this is more of a setup. We know what's going on with his pops. He doesn't want Zion to be in the New, or New Orleans market. He wants to be out of there. But this is not the way to go. You're not supposed to hurt yourself and your career. And I know he's coming back from a surgically repaired foot. But he had too many setbacks. His, his surgery was months ago. Months ago. Before the summer. So I don't understand why that you... I, I get it. You can't be in your foot. You're going to gain weight. But you're not supposed to eat the fridge while you're resting and trying to rehab. So get that message to Zion somehow. Hit him up on Instagram. I don't get it. I feel sorry for dude. You're a young kid. Don't throw away your whole entire career. Imagine when, when he came out in the draft, everybody was arguing about him or, or John Morant. And now fast forward. Luckily, Memphis was like, dang, we got John Morant. We're good. Imagine if they had Zion. Imagine if John Morant went to the Pelicans. Imagine that. So I hope he gets better, man, for real. Like that, It's just sad to see somebody that young, that talented, that gifted. You've seen his body at Duke. Dude's more lean, more agile. Comes to the NBA, overshaped in his rookie year. And I don't want to dive deep into it, but you know the rest of the story. So to me, it's just much of an embarrassment. Hope he gets better, though, for real. Jason Tatum. Um, I'm happy for Jason Tatum. And I know some of you guys who watch my podcast and listen to my podcast are Celtic fans. But Jason Tatum finally got a, sh a signature shoe with Jordan. It's about time. I've been scratching my head. Like, I don't understand why Tatum, who was signed to Jordan, like, doesn't even have his own shoe. It doesn't make any sense at all. And I get it. It might take time, whatever. But Jason Tatum is one of the top players in the league. And I'm saying top. I'm not talking about top three. But he's one of the most talented players in the league. And he's by far the best player in the Celtics. And he's the franchise. And he's the face. So, big ups to uh, Jason Tatum for that. Uh, hopefully, uh you know, Ennis Cantor doesn't get on his case because he has issues with Nike and Jordan, but I'll go ahead and break that stuff down to you in a second, which I think is kind of a attention grabber. But we'll see what happens, you know. And the Pacers are looking to deal Miles Turner. And this is the crazy part. It's like they're using him as a role player. I, I don't get it. So Sabonis is at the center in most games. But, you know, Miles... Either he will start and plays role minute like role player minutes, or he comes with the bench and sp still plays the same kind of minutes role player. So he doesn't want to be that kind of guy. And then there's been talks about him trying to get traded since the summertime before the season started. So Miles Turner will not be a Pacer, definitely not past the trade deadline. Trade deadline for sure, it's not happening. So the Lakers are interested. The Lakers are interested in two players on the Pacers, Lamb and Turner. So we'll see what happens. Who they gonna get? Lakers are interested in a lot of pieces. That's how they are every single year. They're trying to add more to the fire punch they have, which is a debacle, right? It's embarrassing what's going on in, in L.A., especially all the Lakers fans out there who are delusional and can't see past the lens, cannot see past LeBron James. LeBron James is carrying the team, but A.D. and those guys, they ain't show up. But that's besides the point. I ain't going to talk about that. Miles Turner might be traded sooner than rather, but if not, the trade deadline, he'll be, we'll be definitely on that. So going back to the Celtics center, Ennis Cantor Freedom. This is the crazy part. 
I understand what he's trying to do. That's the crazy part. I understand what he's trying to do. But the platform that he's given, been given, it's, you're not supposed to use people like LeBron James and, and, and Michael Jordan and other players to leverage what you're trying to send a message. LeBron James is not going to pay you no mind. No mind. You know why? Because LeBron is up here and Ennis Cantor Freedom, you're right here. And if you had an issue with LeBron James and you had issues with what's going on in China, that's a separate that's a separate situation. LeBron has nothing to do with what's going on in China. And I'm not saying what China's doing is is absolutely correct. It's it's 100% inhumane. Like what they're doing to Muslim Chinese or Asian descent people is totally like what 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 the Jews went through in a sense what 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 the what, what the whole Nazi thing in Germany it's almost damn near similar and I'm not here to be in politics that's not me but if you're in concentration camps you ripped away your rights and no one can find who you are your family can't find you then what they do in China is actually inhumane but I'm not here to talk about that but what Ennis Kanders is doing is that he's trying to underthrow people who are quote unquote in the league brotherhood right these are your colleagues right you don't do that to LeBron James because he is the face. He is the face of Nike, and he has a lot of pull. And Ennis Cantor, the way he's going, no disrespect. You have freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, right? But people get like this, get blackballed. We see what happened with Allen Iverson when he was that kind of guy, but he was so talented. And when he he diminished a little bit, Iverson couldn't find a job in the league, right? We see what happened with uh, uh what's his name? I forgot the center. Miles, uh, is it Miles Leonard, who played for the Portland Blazers, right? He came out of Illinois, seven-footer that shoots threes. He went to Miami. So he was playing online, either Call of Duty or something, or, or, or Fortnite. And he said some a racial remark uh, about Jewish people. What happened to him? He got exiled. So I'm not saying and it's anything. It's not, clo- it's, not, it's not close to this, obviously. What he's saying is pretty much the truth, but... Buying LeBron's shoes and writing stuff on there to send a message, that is totally you. You buy the shoes, that is you. But what I'm saying is that the message that you're trying to do, implying other players, is, is it's not going to work that way. And I'm going to give you an example. This is what he said, and I'm going to read this. Ennis Cantor Freedom. Freedom is what his, his last name is changed to when he became a citizen a little over less than two weeks ago. So Ennis Cantor Freedom said that many of the black athletes in the NBA are telling him to call out LeBron James and Michael Jordan. Call out black athletes are going to come up to him and say, hey, call out these guys. Who is those athletes? You tell me what black athlete is going to go to Ennis Cantor to call him out about a political thing and something that's inhumane that's going on in China. Who is that player? To me, it sounds like fake news. So what he's trying to do, he's trying to build up a, like, a momentum in a sense to make it seem like, oh my God, people are trying to out, like out LeBron James, right? Ostracize LeBron James doesn't make any sense. Michael Jordan doesn't make any sense. So Ennis Cantor, if you want to go at people, just make sure you can take the flak. Long term, the Celtics they got banned in China for what you said. They're losing international revenue streaming rights. They're losing merchandise, you know, uh, revenue for a, a player they signed to be a role player. 
So be careful about what you do, Boston Celtics, or any team after that. If you sign Ennis Cantor, know what you're walking into. Because at the end of the day, he has a uh, he has the right to say what he wants. But at the same time, if you're doing this to a certain team or a certain player, in that trend, you kind of get exiled. So hopefully, going forward, Ennis Cantor, I hope you're doing the right thing, bro. Like, I get it, what you're trying to do on Fox News, and you became a citizen. I'm happy for you that you became a citizen. Remember, like, there's consequences to certain things. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And even though you said stuff about Jeremy Lin being a Chinese descent and being from Taiwan, right? Taiwan descent or a nationality. The guy was born in Palo Alto, California. Dude's from Cali. Born here. I played against Jeremy Lin back in, you know, back in my days in high school. Like, dude was, dude's American. So, I don't get how you throw him in the mix, but... I'm going to leave it out there. So going forward, Cavs big man. This is this is a crazy story. So Cavs big man, you know, Larry Marketing, right? They used to play in the Bulls, got traded to the, the Cavs, right? Uh, may need to serve in the military in Finland, his home country, which is crazy because over there is a requirement. If you are the age, up to the age of 28, men, you're required to serve sometime in the military, right? It could be 165 days or half a year or a year. And it's a requirement. There's no way around it. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, there's, you know, there's talks about he might do it, uh, but it's going to affect his playing season next year. Uh, Cause it's about 165 days or so roughly around there, or like a half a year. And I believe it starts April 11th or April 15th of 2022. That's right when the season ends. So we'll see what happens. You know, obviously, um, it's not a big deal. It's not they're, they're going to deploy him to war. Finland doesn't really go to war. You might just have to do some type of military training in your home country. So yeah, that's interesting that an NBA player would have to be required to do that. Uh, you know, Larry marketing. So hopefully uh, it doesn't impact him that way. I hope he stays here in the stateside. But I understand that countries do have requirements if you are a citizen or you from that country. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep I'll keep that in mind down the road. This is interesting. This is interesting. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that Tyreek Evans is trying to come back to the NBA. We need Tyreek Evans. We need, you know, Lance Stevenson. We need those guys. Tyreek is a bad boy. Like, I don't know what happened to dude. I know he played on the paces for a little bit, but man, like, where did he go? Like, everybody's going to say, oh, he's a scrub. He's this and that. Dude was the rookie of the year. Played for Sacramento. I know he played for Memphis for a little bit, and he played in, you know, as a pacer. Tyreek Evans is a baller. So he's eyeing, he's, he's eyeing a comeback. He's eyeing a comeback. So I'm going to definitely keep you and Taz on that because we definitely need that. Lance Stevenson, big up to him. He's somewhere in the G League. So I think he's eyeing a comeback as well. So we'll keep an eye on that. Going forward, the Warriors head coach, Steve Kerr, is has been selected to be the next head coach for Team USA going forward. So Coach Pop stepped down. You know, he hung it up, said, I'm done. Well-deserved. You know, he did a great job over his time. But Steve Kerr is going to up this whole Team USA. I'll tell you that right now. If you see how the where the Warriors are running their offense, he's going to implement the same thing for Team USA. I'm not – no disrespect to, you know, Coach Pop, but Coach Pop is more – you know, he's more fundamental when it comes to scheming on offense and defense. But Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, his offense is modern-day offense. Like – you know, run flare screens and, and back doors and 
you know, uh, 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 motion offense, right? That's going to get a lot of players open. And he has he has the final say on selection, like who he can add to the team. To the team. So I expect Steph, Steph Curry to be on Team USA next time. So that's big ups to him. Uh, he'll be he'll be a uh, head coach for the 20, uh, 2023 World Cup and the 2024 Olympics in Paris. So in the next couple of years, we'll see him in a team, Team USA, uh, new strategy, new implementation, all kinds of stuff. So that's good. That's good. And the Warriors, even though they lost to the Sixers tonight, it was a hell of a game. Big up to the Philly, Philly, uh, Philadelphia 76ers. They're doing great without Ben Simmons. But that's short term, right? But the East is pretty, pretty close. But as of right now, you have the top two teams in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns and the Golden State Warriors. And the, the Warriors have the best defense, net rating, advanced stats, best offense, best defense in the league. And guess who's runner-up second? The Phoenix Suns. Both in those categories. So it's fun to see those two teams fighting back and forth. Right now, as we speak, the Phoenix Suns are the number one team in the NBA because the Warriors lost. And then they have five losses in the category, I believe, and the Phoenix Suns have four. So we'll see what happens with Phoenix. But besides that, besides that, if you look at the standings, oh, my God. Let me hold it. Let me, let me put this up for you guys because this, it is damn near close to, for a lot of teams in the East. The East is pretty close. I haven't seen the East like this since the 90s. Like, literally. The East has better teams closer as far as game-wise than the West. Like, right now, if you put if you put the Lakers in the, in the East right now with their record, they're like a 7th seed, right? Or 8th seed or somewhere around there, I believe. But it's so close. And I know it's early in the year, but I haven't seen that in a while. So let me go ahead and pull up these stats for you guys. So here we go. Nets, Bucks, Bulls, Heat, Cavs, Sixers, Wizards, Hornets. So the Cavs right now are in fifth place, and they're 16 and 12. Imagine that, right? If you go to the West, if you look at a 16 and 12 team, or damn near that, that's Grizzlies in fourth place. Fourth place. So if the if the Cavs were in the West, they'll be fourth place right now, which is insane, right? Or it'll be fourth or fifth. But right now, it's pretty close. I'm gonna post this whole ranking on top of here as of right now. It's kind of early, but if you look at the East right now, I'm gonna point out for you guys. So between, if you look at it from first place to eighth place, it's three games in between. So if right now, if the Hornets win three games straight, they're tied for first in a sense, right? Because the Nets would have to obviously lose games. And how they look at things, they look at the loss category in a sense. So it's interesting. Bulls, Heat, Cavs, Wizards, Hornets, all in the mix. Teams that are kind of surprising at the bottom are the Knicks. Celtics, Hawks, I don't know what's going on with Boston, but that's a whole nother episode to talk about. Raptors, they all kind of fell back behind a little bit. And if you go to the West, you obviously got the Phoenix Suns right now, the Warriors, Jazz, Grizzlies, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, Mavs, Trailblazers, Timberwolves, Kings. So Kings, between between the fourth spot and the 11th spot, it's only five games, four or five games. So if the Kings win four or five games in a, in a row, they're definitely fighting for four and five seed right now. And then you got... The Rockets, who just went on a seven-game winning streak. So that's that's interesting to see. So obviously, the NBA is solid this year. The NBA is solid. You cannot complain about it. Every game on TV is close. It's neck-to-neck. No one's really getting waxed like that. You know, teams like OKC is over here beating certain teams. You know, you got the, you got the Rockets, who were pretty much a team that have not won a game. I think they were like one in something. And then they won seven games in a row. So... 
NBA is, is exciting, exciting this year. I'm glad to be enjoying it. I hope you all having a good time watching as well. It's been lit. It's been lit, man. Hey, if you're not subscribed to this channel at this point, man, I don't know what's going on in your life, but go ahead and just tune in. Hit the subscribe button right there in the bottom. Tune into the show. We got we, we stream everywhere. Podcast or audio or video. We're all here. We're all here. So stay tuned. I got another episode dropping in less than 48 hours. We're going to be talking about the Lakers and how dysfunctional they are. And we're trying to figure out what I can dissect. I'm going to tell you exactly what certain things they could implement to change everything about the Lakers and how they can rip games in a row and then hopefully jump to the third seed. But until then, y'all be safe out there. Enjoy your December month. I know a lot of places are cold right now. But in Cali, we're in t-shirts, bruh. Until then, y'all be safe, man. Peace.